TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat. Welcome to the ever-changing world of social media. Today, we're discussing how we use these social media channels to keep the lines of communication open with our students, the campus community, and the world. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Marabito. We record this podcast in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Our guest today is Zach Snyder. He's the digital marketing specialist here at Onondaga Community College. And digital marketing specialist means he's in charge of social media. Zach, welcome. Thank you. Great to have you here. I'm going to start with a compliment and throw you off. You do a great <laughs> job of keeping up with all the different social media channels we have. And as I was formulating thoughts for this podcast, I was going through all of the different social media we have and just thinking, this has got to be a massive undertaking, being able to stay on top of it. So I thought for starters with our audience, we could go through our different social media channels one at a time, and you could tell us how you use each one. Let's start with the old people social media, <laughs> which has kind of become, and that's Facebook. How, how do you use Facebook? So the interesting thing about Facebook, and and we call it, some people call it the old people social media, <laughs> but actually there's a large percentage, and I don't have the figure in front of me, but a large percentage of young people who actually still use Facebook. Um, they don't use it in the way in which they did before. They're perhaps not posting or interacting with it as much, but they still have it. So it's still relevant for us to have, especially for that paid um, social media advertising. It's a great way to reach reach people for um, prospective student events um, and for you know just engaging with students on the questions that they have. So the next one to talk about is Twitter, which has become a kind of an interesting <laughs> platform in recent months. It has become an interesting platform. I'm a little bit of a Twitter Twitter cynic myself, but I'll mm, try and keep okay. that under okay. the uh, under the you know my unbiased the the Twitter is mostly used now for um, you know athletics related content is what we use it for, and then kind of our you know our, our bigger picture you know institutional goals. You know uh, we feel more comfortable in that platform talking. Talking about, you know, things like pedagogy and, and stuff like that, because that's where actually a lot of people are at Twitter right now. It's a very professional um, medium, unless it's not. Okay. <laughs> uh, next is Instagram, which is something that's become extremely popular. Yeah, Instagram is uh, one of our most popular social media channels right now, um, both with young people and with, you know, people across the spectrum, really. Um, so, uh, that is where we post. We do a lot of uh, visual imagery there, photos, videos. Um, that's where we're really engaging students and the messages that they want to hear, um, you know, keeping up with student life, basically giving uh, students a little bit of a slice of what it's like to be at OCC um, and answer their questions there, too. We get a ton of questions via Instagram. I wanted to mention I was impressed that on Monday we announced our plans for the fall semester, and I noticed on Instagram you were getting a lot of questions and you were staying on top of getting answers. I was really impressed with how interactive Instagram has become. Yes, it's especially Instagram stories. It's a great way to get that one-on-one -on -one conversation with students. I would say the bulk, uh, like 75% of our messages you know, that we get direct interactions on social media come from Instagram. And whenever we 
we post one of those little question bubbles, you know, surrounding a major announcement, we get a ton of relevant questions and that information is all assembled and given to people at the college so they can review it and see what students are really curious about right now. So something that's new to us and has become very popular is TikTok. How are you using that? Yeah, so TikTok is uh, TikTok is new. Um, you know, it's not a new social media platform, but we're new to it. Um, you know, we started it, I think, in January. We're trying to get, you know, about three posts out a week. Um, and just basically we're doing, you know, fun things that showcase OCC on TikTok, you know, or, you know, just college life in general, you know, so talking about that there. And we also have our own YouTube channel, which is something you oversee as well. Yes, yes, we do have our own YouTube channel. It's uh, it's it's still in the stages of what I would say call development. We're still working to get YouTube specific content there, mm -hmm. um, but it's an area where we're probably going to focus on the most growth in the next year. So, and, and you also oversee some social media posts and sites for mm -hmm. our college president. How does that work? Yeah, so um, you know that's kind of like a direct conversation with you know Casey and and uh, Julie and just trying to you know see what's on you know the president's calendar and seeing what you know would be uh, would be good to showcase you know and what would be you know kind of like things that people would want to see. So of everything you push out on all these various platforms, how much is critical need to know information this is coming up you should be aware of it and how much is geared toward just staying engaged with people the critical the real big critical messaging we really want people to pay attention to so we make sure it's only around 10 to 20 percent of the overall messages um, that we sent out only because we really want people to pay attention to it um, and then the other 80 percent is just really focused on that student engagement you know what a student Students want to know from us what will be helpful um, for students, you know, for both prospective current students um, and other populations as well, such as employees, alumni, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, really, it's it's almost like a 20, 80 percent type deal. There can be a fine line, can't there, of staying in contact with people and, and being a pest, like sending out too many messages and then you're just jamming them up mentally. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I always say that, you know, your feed content, which is the stuff that posts, you know, almost daily, you know, five days a week to your Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, that stuff you can, you know, you want to do like probably for the size of our accounts once per day so we're not, you know, uh, annoying people. Um, but then when we go into like story content, you know, for Instagram stories, we can post a little bit more there because um, people are more comfortable with it. So, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's walking a fine line. We don't want to have too much on one day, you know, and then overwhelm people and, and really have them shut us off because if we post too much, the numbers sh definitely show that they shut us off. Interesting. Yeah. You have a team of students who work with you. Yep. Um, tell us how that works. And I'm also wondering how much you learn from them because social media changes so much. You are getting older. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man but, now, but 26 it, years old. <laughs> but it is there there's definitely a younger crowd that's that's very on top of the trends and that kind of thing. So what's your experience with your student workers been like? I currently have about 6 uh student workers in the social media rep program. Um that's about average, you know, for COVID or non-COVID times. 
Um, and, you know, we work every week. We're kind of like a creative brainstorming and execution group. So um, I'm constantly working with the social media reps, um, especially engaging with them on mediums such as TikTok um, to get their ideas, thoughts on what might be good. What are they seeing? The interesting thing about TikTok is everybody's TikTok. If you if I was to download it and then you, Roger, would have download it, we would have very different looking TikToks because TikTok mm. uses artificial intelligence to basically extrapolate what videos you're going to like into the future based on what you're interacting with right now. Interesting. So yeah. everybody's uh, everybody's TikTok is going to look different. So that's where it's really, really helpful to have uh, these social media reps who are seeing all these different parts of TikTok and bringing great ideas to the table on how we can uh, do different TikToks that will, you know, uh, get us traction on our account. So you don't just wake up on a Tuesday morning and go, hey, you know, today let's do this, that, or the other thing. You have <laughs> to have true. some sort of a plan. I'm wondering, like, how far out you're looking and deciding, uh, you know, two weeks from today we're going to do this or that, or how do you structure all of that? So we try to be about two weeks in advance of what I call evergreen content. So evergreen content is content that's not really uh, timely, like it has to go out Monday, March 22nd, you know, at blah, blah, blah time. You know, uh, it's content that can go really anytime, any day. It doesn't really matter. We we try and be about two weeks again with ahead with that evergreen content. And that's mainly stuff that, you know, I'm working on and developing. We we pivot, you know, on on day-to-day basis, depending on if we need this message to go out, that message to go out. And of course, we're looking at, you know, some big ticket items that happen on the calendar every year, like college decision day is a big thing in the sure, college realm. Sure. So we're always, yep. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to think about, okay, what are we doing for college decision day? How can we capitalize on that? You know, are we doing stuff leading up to it? You know, that sort of thing. So for some social media posts, you'll have a still photo and for some you'll have a video. How do you decide if an event is worthy of just a picture or a video? On certain mediums, um, I consider an image to be more powerful um, than a video because, on, on like again, on certain mediums such as Instagram, uh, an image will get you two times the amount of you know, impressions, reach, that sort of thing um, as other platforms. So really, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to give you such a such a weird answer as it depends, but it really depends on on what it is, you know, because, um, you know, there's not really, um, you know, a one size fits all for social media. So usually videos we kind of save for the, the, the big picture, you know, really important, you know, messages. But sometimes that's not always the case, you know, because sometimes that won't get us the best traction. Um, so it really depends, you know. Do you ever stop and think about social media on the whole and how much it's changed, say, just from when you were in high school or college to where it is today? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that that's one of the biggest areas where I see a lot of, you know, gaps, you know, in in people's knowledge and understanding of social media. Um, Social media now is a very different animal than it was, you know, five years ago when I graduated college. So, um, you know, now it's a lot more, you know, visual, you know, driven, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, polarization on social media. Um, you know, the the traction that you get off social media is not as immediate. So back in the day, you know, things, feeds were in chronological order and posts were going and you just saw things in the order that they went. But now it's really based on how good your post is. You know, if your post isn't good, it's really not going to show up in anyone's feed. So just the, the idea of posting it to social media doesn't really 
um, you know, impact anything. You know, it's more about, okay, you know, what can be, how can we make this post look really good and how can we draw attention to this? Because if we we just do something quick, like, you know, last minute, you know, morning of, hey, can you post this to social media? It's really not doing too much. So one other thing I wanted to ask you, in such a visual medium as social media is, masks have become like a giant time mm-hmm. stamp on mm-hmm. every picture taken. You're going to see someone in a mask and you're going to know, oh, that's COVID. That's 2020 or 2021. I'm wondering how that's impacted what you do. Um, so in a, in, a, in a big way, you know, uh, we, you know, our, our campus is a, is a, you know, completely masked up campus uh, at all times. So, um, you know, we have placed a lot of emphasis on doing mask normalization and making, you know, posts that throughout the year uh, subtly normalize, you know, the usage of ma- masks on our campus. So leading up to the fall semester, we had at least one a week, you know, that was, you know, just in some sort of a fun. It wasn't necessarily like a girl wear your mask, you know, type <laughs> message. You know, it was, you know, kind of, you know, just, you know, promoting positivity and promoting kind of associating masks with more positive behavior. So it's it's changed things a ton because, you know, now it's like, you know, like you can't have a photo of someone on campus with, without wearing a mask. So, yeah. And yeah. We, we would have events coming up and we'd promote them with a picture from the previous year's event. Absolutely. And, and you yep. can't do that. Now. And you can't do that anymore yeah. because, you know, there's not, you know, you got to have people wearing masks, you know, in most situations. So, um, you know, you, you got to really, uh, we've really been inventing all of our images from our image repository from scratch throughout all of this. So uh, that's been uh, exciting, as I'm sure you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Zach Snyder, head of social media here at OCC, digital marketing specialist is your exact title. We want to get that right. Thank you very much for your time. You've been uh, very informative and it's been great to learn from you. Well, thank you very much for having me, Roger. And we hope you've enjoyed this edition of Chatting About College. We'd like to thank our broadcast media communications degree program for use of their beautiful facilities here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito, reminding you, you can download Download and subscribe to Chatting About College at iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you download podcasts from.